All discussion during the Invest Wisely program is intended for informational and educational purposes. It is not an offer to buy or sell or solicitation of an offer to buy or sell any security or instrument or to participate in any particular trading strategy. We do not offer tax, accounting, or legal advice. Consult your tax or legal advisor before making any decision that could affect your tax or legal situation. All investing involves risk, including the possible loss of principal. You should carefully consider investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of any investment before investing. Diversification and asset allocation do not guarantee a profit or guarantee against loss. Securities and investment advisory services are offered by Robert W. Baird & Company, Incorporated, a registered broker, dealer, and investment advisor, member NYSE, FINRA, and SIPC. Welcome to Invest Wisely with Walt Secura. He is the managing partner of the AKW Group here in Akron and also in Washington, Pennsylvania. They take their clients' money and invest it in individually-owned stocks and custom-made portfolios designed for each particular client. Walt will talk to us next half hour about the stock market, about how to properly invest. If you have any questions or comments, 330-673-1234 is your number to call throughout the half hour. And on WNR.com, you can call us toll-free at 800-669-4100. Well, Walt, the uh, 12 days of Christmas are over, and so is the uh, holiday bump in the market. The uh, bulls seem to be taking some time off, and the bears took over last week. They sure did, Bob. Yeah, the 2022 begins with a a big jump in interest rates, and we also saw growth stocks take a little bit of a beating uh, last week. Um, there was a heavy selling in growth stocks, you know, a rotation over towards the value uh, type of stocks. And as we said, you know, interest rates were definitely, you know, a, a big part of that. Um, as those rates rise, you know, the Long-term earning streams of, of these technology companies and so forth become more in question. Um, the valuation of those earning streams become less. Uh, so we, we saw last week the Dow Jones Industrial Average was off 106 points. Um, we sit here today at negative 0.3%. Uh, the NASDAQ was off 4.5% for the first week. And again, sit here today at negative 4.5%. So the NASDAQ is, uh, you know, constitutes a lot more of those large technology and biotech healthcare stocks. Uh, the S&P was off 1.9% for the week, and the Russell 2000 was off 2.9% for the week. So we start out 2022 on a, on a down note. Um, the big losers last week, as we talked about, were technology um, off 4.7%, healthcare off 4.7%, uh, real estate off 4.9%. The sectors that did lead, again, in those value uh, type of industries, energy was up about 10% for the week, and financials were up 5.4%. So interesting start uh, the year, Bob, and something that uh, we kind of expected. Now, one of the things that came up last week that uh, may make predicting 2022 a bit harder were the uh, job reports for December. Well, they had some encouraging numbers. There were some to discourage some people. It did. You know, the jobs report, I think, shows that the Federal Reserve has, you know, kind of hit one of their mandates. You know, the the unemployment rate, you know, coming out of that report dived to about 3.9%, uh, which gets us closer to those levels of when we entered the, the pandemic. Um, at the same time, you know, the, the number of jobs added was a little less than expected and about half the number of what was expected. So, there is a slowing, and again, that continued talk of the, 
you know, the really tough labor market out there, Bob, there's still, you know, employers are having a hard time finding employees. And, you know, there's a lot of jobs available for those people that want to work. Now, the other news, of course, the Fed is signaling more interest rate hikes, being much more hawkish in the coming year, as the release of the minutes of their December meeting has shown. So when interest rates inch higher, what does that mean for the market? Well, Bob, I mean, it, it puts weakness in the market. You know, we're looking at those uh, long note, those 10-year treasury now, you know, moved back up to over 1.8% for the week, closed the week at 1.77%. Uh, we started the week at around one and a half percent, so that's a pretty significant increase for the week. Uh, more importantly, you know how does it impacts other rates? Mortgage rates are now up to three point two two percent. You know, and as, as other rates go up, it impacts you know decisions. Uh, so you know the hot, the hot housing housing market and the ability to refinance, afford little you know higher priced homes, uh, lower interest rates, lower mortgage rates definitely created that momentum. So. As we see rates start to rise, it impacts, like you said, other rates that are more significant, uh, business lending, uh, mortgage rates, uh, you know, personal consumption, uh, you know, people that might put things on credit, all those things start to come in question. So we see, you know, a little bit more of a hawkish stance. Um, I think the Federal Reserve is, is, like you said, between a rock and a hard place, and they really have to uh, deal with inflation and are starting to change their policies a little bit, and that's definitely going to impact uh, rates and, and the way the economy and the, the markets uh, look at the rate environment. So here we are, we're rolling into 2022. At this point, Walt, what do you feel are the three biggest risks to the stock market right now? Well, I think, Bob, you know, inflation is a big one. Uh, you know, we're going to talk about that for some time. And, you know, we're going to get some inflation reports here soon that will show us, you know, what the end of the year looked like. And uh, we're expecting to consider, you know, see considerably higher numbers and historic highs. And uh, so, you know, we know inflation is definitely going to be an ongoing issue that we're going to battle. Uh, we're, I think another big one is the Fed. I mean, like we said, we will we'll talk about the Fed a lot. Uh, monetary policy, you know, helps save the economy in some ways. But, now they have a very, you know, uh, balancing act that they have to do to, you know, kind of make sure that they slow down inflation and, and deal with some of the other aspects of the economy. And I think the other one is just valuations. You know, Bob, last year was such a great year for stocks in general. You know, the markets ran up to highs. I think some stocks got a little bit ahead of themselves. And, you know, we could see some sell-offs, some potential weakness, just because, you know, stocks are a little bit too high in some cases. And certain stocks... Uh, you know, need to need to come down a little bit before they can get to the new highs that they're probably going to achieve over the longer run. So what do you think are the key drivers for this economic and financial performance for the new year? Well, I think, Bob, you know, we can look at, we can probably break them down in, into five. I mean, COVID is for, first. I mean, you know, again, we, we see the spike in numbers, although the good part I think we see is that hospitalizations and deaths are, are you know, falling. Although the infection rates are very high, we see the uh, Biden Build Back Better plan, you know, kind of being put on hold, which is a good thing, uh, you know, from from the spending perspective. Uh, so that'll be you know tapered a little bit until maybe maybe not even done. Uh, the third is the midterm elections that'll be coming up, and it'll be interesting to see how those play out. Uh, fourth, we look at the economic you know realities of supply chains and. You know, not as many stimulus packages and support from the government. And fifth, you know, as we talk about the Federal Reserve, which will continue to have to work on, you know, that balancing all those objectives that uh, we've been talking about.
Talking to Walt Secura of the AKW Group here in Akron about investing in the market and how they invest their clients' money into individually owned stocks. Once again, if you'd like to call, 330-673-1234 and talk to Walt. But time now to look at trends and insights. Walt always looks at these uh, many, many sources of information during the week and encourages people to think for themselves, but use some food for thought, as we say, to uh, maybe get you through the next week. Now, according to the Washington Post, the University of Maryland took a survey and showed an increasing number of Americans feel that violence against the government is sometimes justified. 62% say violence is never justified, but this is the lowest percentage in looking back in history to the beginning of the last century, where 90% felt violence was never justified. Right, Bob. And it's, it's kind of an alarming statistic. You know, I, I think that a lot of people are extremely frustrated. Um, we're going in again to a, a midterm election year where you know, politics will be a top topic, and I think we saw how high tensions can rise. So when we talk about those black swans, I mean, this is one of those uh, items we're going to have to keep a, a look at, you know, how contentious the political division becomes and what that does to society. Um, but, yeah, it's interesting to see this kind of survey, you know, that people are, are really feeling very strongly about, uh, you know, how they feel about the the government and even the use of violence, which is never the, the right uh, course of action. Another group called Cloudfare says the most popular web domain is no longer on Google. It is, TikTok. TikTok is the, the newest domain, number one in popularity. Um, they overtook Google, um, Google Maps, and, you know, the other uh, Google Gmail, the other uh, domains that Google has. Um so if we look at it, TikTok's number one, uh, followed by Google. Uh, Facebook is number three. Microsoft.com is number four. And Apple.com is number five. So a lot of people going to TikTok these days. Yeah, another one uh, says that according to government statistics, there are jobs available for everybody that wants to work. And there is one and a half jobs for everybody out there that's not working, Bob. Uh, we have a tremendous amount of jobs. I think we see it as we drive around a lot of you know, hiring signs, a lot of people that are dealing with labor shortages. So anybody that wants to get out there and work can definitely, uh, you know, find a job if they, if they want one. I have one of those half jobs, so I guess that's okay. <laughs> there you go. You have one and a half. Some people do. <laughs> uh, anyway, another feature, too, uh, the housing boom. Mortgage lenders set a record in mortgage loans for 2021. But as we said, with rising interest rates, do you think that's going to continue in 2022? You know, if rates go higher, Bob, it'll probably slow down. But we have $1.6 trillion in mortgage loans uh, in 2021. That was a record. Um, so, again, a lot of mortgage lending going on, a lot of refinancing, um, you know, a lot of uh, home improvements that we talked about through home equity loans. So, again, uh, as interest rates rise, uh, that might be one thing that we definitely see slow down. All right, talking to Walt Secure of the AKW Group. Time now to move into our Stock Talk portion of the program. If you have a particular issue about stocks that you want to know about, it's a good time to call to ask Walt, whether it's a company that you're already invested in or one you'd like to buy or, or just one that uh, kind of intrigues you. 330-673-1234. Give us a call now to talk to Walt Secure here on Invest Wisely and find out what he thinks about that particular issue that you'd like to know about. You're on WNIR. Good morning. Morning, good morning. Hey, uh, well, don't forget the. You remember the story about tortoise and the hare for us uh, turtles out here. Don't forget the consumer staples last week: Hershey, Pepsi, Coca-Cola, Mondelez, and L- uh, Lamb Wesson, and General Mills all made new highs. And uh, the uh, the oldest person in the world 
in Japan celebrated her birthday on Thursday. She was 118. They asked her her uh, secret to uh, longevity, and she said she eats chocolate every day and fizzy drinks. I don't know what fizzy <laughs> drinks are, but I'm assuming they're uh, in the Coca-Cola or Pepsi uh, uh, makes them, unless it's, uh, she means beer, fizzy drinks. I don't know. I'll, I'm going to research that today when I get out where the computer is. But anyway, uh, I, what do you think about consumer staples for the future? Yeah, consumer staples can are always an important part of a, a portfolio construction. I mean, we've always maintained, you know, some percentage in consumer staples. And as you said, when the world gets a little bit uncertain, um, you know, people go back to what they feel confident with. And consumer staples, uh, you know, definitely give you more confidence. Uh, people are going to eat chocolate. People are going to drink their fizzy drinks. People are going to open those beers or drink their Jack Daniels. Uh, so <laughs> we, we definitely know that those uh, those companies have some stability when times get a little tougher. Uh, there's one I, one I uh, was looking at that I, I'm not going to buy any more of these uh, wild uh, uh, speculative things anymore, but uh, one, one I was watching is a shoe company called Allbird, symbol B-I-R-D. I guess they're from New Zealand, and uh, the shoe stocks I've had, well, I had Nike for years, and I used to have something called Steve Madden over the years. But anyway, this is called All Bird Shoes, B-I-R-D. Is, uh, is that anything that you've ever uh, seen uh, come across your screen? Yeah, I've seen it. It, it IPO'd, I think, uh, right at the end of 2021. So I think it was a private company and then came out on, a, on an IPO. Um, you know, good revenue growth. Again, haven't turned profits. So for for me, you know, that's one of the keys. I, I like to see profitability or, you know, a company at least starting to turn profits. Uh, revenue growth is nice, but you got to be able to put it to the bottom line uh, to be able to reward shareholders the right way. Yeah, okay. Real good. Well, thanks for the info. Okay. Thanks, Ken. Thank you much, Ken. 330-673-1234. Fizzies. When I was a kid, there was a product called Fizzies, which is really nothing more than an Alka-Seltzer tablet without the medicine flavored. And you put it in water and fizz up and make this terrible, terrible tasting drink. <laughs> and uh, But I'll never forget that because uh, they were really popular with kids. You would, kids would put them in their mouth without putting them in, in water. And then, of course, your mouth would fill like an Alka-Seltzer tablet, fill with uh, bubbles. And yuck. Anyway, so I hope that's not the same company he was investing in. Because I don't <laughs> no, think they don't exist think so. anymore. <laughs> You're on WNIO at Walt Secure. Go ahead, please. Hey, good morning, Walt. Uh, when you invest, if I bought a share of stock uh, in any company or invested with any firm, how long do you usually wait for your first uh, dividend, say, and how does dividends work? How, are they quarterly? Are they yearly? How do they work? Yeah, good question. Um, you know, most dividends pay quarterly. Um, some, some pay semi-annually, some pay annually. So you just have to look at the individual company, but most play on a quarterly basis. Um, as long as you own, you know, the shares before a record date. Um, so again, you, you know, there's these dates are published out there. Uh, if you're, you know, a holder of the security before the record date and you qualify for the dividend, then, you know, you'll receive that quarterly dividend. So a lot of that information is out there and pretty easy to find, um, but those are good questions. Well, I'm I'm going to assume that in the old days, uh, they, they would give this to you a check, but I'm assuming most of these people 
probably have direct deposits and stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, in most cases, people, when we buy stocks for our clients now, we collect the dividends for them. In most cases, they come directly into their accounts, and then they can decide, you know, if they want to retain those dividends in the money market or in their investment accounts or, you know, have them paid out into their, uh, you know, their bank accounts. So there's a lot of different options. So when you sell your, say you sell your stock, do you have to sell all the money that's invested, you've invested in a share, like, you know what I'm saying? Say a share of Nestle or something. Uh, you would have, do you sell the whole amount you have or can you, or do you sell like up to say 20 bucks worth or something? Yeah, you can, you can sell different amounts. So again, you know, you take a position in a stock and if you decide you want to sell some of it, you can sell some of it. It, it depends how many shares you own, but yeah, lots of uh, different options that you have as far as uh, buying and selling and how much you want to maintain. All right, thank you. Well, thank you for calling. 330-673-1234. We're talking to Walt Secura of the AKW Group. Investors here in Akron, Ohio, and also in Washington, Pennsylvania, investing their clients' money in individual-owned stocks that uh, pretty put in portfolios that really are created for the needs of each particular client. We're talking about some of the uh, announcements last week of economic activity, U.S. auto sales were reported for the year in last week. Uh, Walt, what do you see as trends for the automotive industry and your outlook for automotive stocks? Well, you know, Bob, we saw lower numbers just because of lower inventories and chip shortages, which, you know, kind of created manufacturing delays. But overall, we saw, you know, a plunge in, in sales. However, it was interesting. Um, in the milestone, you know, kind of year, Toyota overtook GM as the top U.S. automaker in 2021. Um, so we did see that happen. Um, but again, a lot a lot of decent results, and I think a lot of built-up demand. So as we head into 2022, I think a lot of these automobile companies are in pretty good shape as we look forward. Now, of course, they're continuing to, to promote the big plans about all-electric vehicles uh, this uh, past week. Both General Motors and the Chrysler introduced brand-new electric trucks and, and vans, but ironically, not at the Detroit Auto Show, but at the Consumer Electronics Show. In Vegas, which I thought was very, very intriguing, but you know they're out there pushing these electric vehicles. And what do you think that that means in your research for the industry? Well, Bob, I think it's again it's captured investors' attention, shareholder attention. You know, people like the story, and it's a, it's a big story. So we see companies continuing to move strongly towards electronic uh, electric vehicles. Um, as you said, the Chevy Silverado. Um, kind of announced, you know, GM brought out their Chevy Silverado. They have a range now 400 miles they're targeting with a, a faster charging time and, you know, looking at a price around $40,000. So, again, there's a lot of competitiveness going on here. We saw, you know, Ford increase uh, the amount of Lightning trucks that they're bringing into the market just because of the strong demand. And we continue to see, you know, overall really good results Uh uh, you know, with the, the popularity and, and the future bookings and orders for electric vehicles. So it's a trend that definitely has some momentum and it has the attention and imagination of investors. And so we're, we're going to continue to follow it. Because you bought Tesla now in your core equity portfolio, and they did uh, quite well in their quarters, fourth quarter report. They really did, Bob. Deliveries totaled uh, 308,000 308, vehicles for the quarter. Um, you know, that crushed estimates. Estimates were 276,000. So, again, uh, you know, way more cars delivered than what were expected. 
And, uh, you know, approaching a million cars, 936,000 cars for the year. Uh, so, again, you look at the growth of this company and how quickly they've got the profitability and, you know, the, the momentum that they have building out their uh, their ability to manufacture and deliver. Uh, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how they move forward over the next couple of years. We mentioned already the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas last week, where, ironically, again, they're introducing new vehicles. But uh, other than the new vehicles they introduced, what were some of the other highlights of the Electronics Show and what companies were showing uh, uh, good things that captured the investors' and consumers' attention? Well, chip makers, you know, we saw uh, AMD, Intel, NVIDIA introduced, you know, more graphic uh, central processors, you know, that uh, are really needed for a lot of the technologies that we're talking about. Uh, NVIDIA also announced the availability of Omniverse software, uh, which was, you know, creators to, to design this virtual world and metaverse that we're talking about. And, you know, Qualcomm touted its wireless chips. So uh, a lot from the semiconductors, uh, which was, uh, you know, really good to see, you know, considering some of the positions that we have uh, in the portfolios that we manage. In the world of uh, retail, Walgreens, the Walgreens Boots Alliance, reported their earnings last week. It shows some impressive results as as the COVID problem continues to help the uh, drugstores. Yeah, you know, Walgreens Boot Alliance, is we all know them. I mean, they're a leading retail pharmacy chain, uh, 13,000 stores throughout the world, and about 9,000 domestic stores. Um, traffics have been very, very heavy due to the COVID uh, testing, and COVID vaccinations, uh, more people getting to these locations and, you know, reminding people that they're there and they're typically located in very convenient areas right inside of communities by households. And I think the traffic, the increased traffic has created a a really unique opportunity for Walgreens and they're capitalizing on it, um, you know, bringing other retail products, uh, you know, in front of consumers when you get the traffic, then you got to capture more of the consumer's wallet. And I think the Walgreens has done a good job with that, and it's it showed in their numbers. You know, very strong numbers for the quarter. Um, just kind of looking at the quarter, they were uh, up eight percent in revenue, thirty three point nine billion over thirty one point four billion, and a fifty four percent earnings increase from the year prior. So, a lot of uh, financial power there. Valuation still uh, looks pretty attractive, trading at about a ten uh, price earnings ratio, and you know some pretty good growth prospects ahead. Uh, as we look over the next you know year and a half. Another fairly new sector in investing is online gambling. Uh, new York State has now okayed online sports betting. So what does that mean uh, as far as you're concerned when you look at online gambling company stocks? Is it a good time to get in on the ground floor? I think there's a theme here, Bob. And, you know, we, we talked about DraftKings in the past, uh, Caesars Entertainment, Penn Gaming. Um, you know, a lot of these uh, companies that have the online betting applications, uh, will definitely, you know, be quick to move to the market. And I, I think there is, uh, as more and more states approve the online betting and, you know, bring it in, into legalization, I think we're going to see more and more demand uh, for, for that type of activity. So gambling is definitely part of the society and definitely a trend that's on the growth. Yeah, Ohio casinos reported a record year, all of them, racinos, casinos in 2021. So I think you're right about that. People, I guess, uh, do like like to like to put their money down and take their chances. Yeah, definitely. There's always a little place for that for in people's wallets, I guess. Now, in healthcare, again, Humana, which provides a managed healthcare services, a very large provider, 17 million members, their stock dropped last week, over $100 per share, some 20% to 363. A share. Now, earnings results must have uh, disappointed investors to see the stock drop like it did. 
Uh, yeah, a little a little slower results than expected, Bob. I think a big part was their Medicare Advantage franchise. Uh, they they just showed that they had a lot less enrollments uh, than expected. I think they came in around 150 to 200,000 Medicare Advantage enrollments, and they were looking more for 225 to 375. So, significantly impacted the uh, stock, the expectations for the year. However, Humana really stated in their report that. They didn't think it would have that big of an impact, and they really felt that you know the year would still be pretty much as expected as far as revenue and and uh, earnings. The quarter was up three percent in revenue, uh, twenty billion over twenty point seven billion over twenty point one billion, and still showed some really good earnings results, uh, up about fifty seven percent. So, could be a really good buying opportunity for Humana shares uh, with the, the sell off we saw last week. Now, now, when you have a stock like that, if you own that stock, could you panic when you see a stock like that drop so rapidly in less than a week? Well, we never panic. It's it's painful. I mean, you hate to see stocks go down. And, you know, obviously when the next statement comes and, and you see the shares have dropped that much, it makes you question the investment. But, you know, for us, Bob, we continue to go back and look at the economic realities and, you know, think about it as an investment. So, you know, as we look out over 18 months or 24 months, you know, we're still very confident in the position. But I think people do panic when they see prices dropping. I, I think you have to go back and, again, think about financial power, think about valuation, think about the things that matter. Walt Secure, of course, with the AKW Group, is affiliated with the Robert W. Baird, a private wealth management company, which has offices, of course, all over the world. They provide all kinds of information for their clients, including financial planning, tax reviews, social security analyses, transaction tax analyses, stock options analyses, Roth conversions, all these things they can talk with their clients about as they plan for the future of their clients' investments and and their economic well-being. So it's also time now, in the beginning of 2022, to start looking at our information for the tax filings due in April for 2021. Now, are there any changes in the tax law this year or important dates to remember for 2022 in our tax filing uh, procedures? Uh, there are some some changes, Bob. I mean, you know, again, we maintain the brackets uh, that we've seen in the past. Um, there was a little bit of increase to standard deductions and uh, you know things that we need to pay attention to. Uh, as far as dates go, you know, you got the January 18th for estimated payments uh, for the fourth quarter of 2021. So that's an important date um, coming up here real quick for a lot of uh, taxpayers. And of course, the April 18th deadline to get those taxes filed or you know, at least get the extension if you're gonna gonna go that route. So, uh, you know, again, it's always important, and we we have some great tax professionals that we work with uh, to make sure that you're thinking through, collecting the data, you know, making sure you're uh, prepared to get those taxes in on time, and also, you know, doing a review to make sure you're doing everything you can to minimize the tax bill. Uh, that's always a, a part of any good financial plan. I was reading an article this week about uh, local income taxes and people working from home. That it's possible now if you no longer went to work in, a, say, in the downtown Akron office and you live in Hudson, maybe you don't have to pay those taxes to the city of Akron anymore and maybe you can get them refunded to you. Uh, I imagine your accountants are working on that one for your clients. They, they definitely are. And we've seen that with some of our advisors uh, that have decided to work from home. You know, I was talking to one advisor uh, that, that I know well that, spent most of the time working from home, and he was able to uh, get a tax adjustment you know, to those city taxes. So that's a really good point, Bob, and something that everybody should think about as they're working from home and talk to their tax advisor as they're 
getting those taxes prepared this year. Once again, talking to Walt Secure of the AKW Group in Akron and also in Washington, Pennsylvania. Experts at investing their clients' money in individually owned stock portfolios. They have three major portfolios and also they can mix and match those to suit your needs. Whether you're planning for retirement, still working, whether you're in retirement now and looking to maximize your income. Whatever you're looking at as far as your investments are concerned, give them a call 234 266-7476 and see what they can do to help you manage your investments and and give you a a good, secure life in retirement or during while you're working later years to make sure you've got that retirement plan ready to go. 234-466-7476 in Akron. And you can call Sue Marshall at the Washington, Pennsylvania office outside Pittsburgh, 412-480-5090. Walt, what about this coming week? Uh, some earnings reports, Bob. We get a lot of the financial uh, companies, banks, big banks reporting, and some economic data, and continue to work hard. Excellent. Walt Sakira, the AKW Group in Akron, 234-466-7476. When you call him up, mention you heard him here on WNIR Kent Akron. Listen again next Sunday, of course, at 8.30. For more, invest wisely with Walt Sakira, 234-466-7476. Talk to you next Sunday, Walt. Thanks, Bob. During today's broadcast, the following individual stocks were mentioned and discussed. Advanced Micro Devices, Inc., symbol AMD. Apple, Inc., symbol AAPL. Alphabet, Inc., symbol G-O-O-G-L. Allbirds, Inc., symbol B-I-R-D. Brown Forming Corporation, symbol B-F-B. Cloudfair, Inc., symbol N-E-T. Coca-Cola Company, symbol K-O. DraftKings, Inc., symbol D-K-N-G. Ford, symbol F. General Mills, symbol GIS. Hershey Company, symbol HSY. Intel Corporation, symbol INTC. Lamb Wesson Holdings, symbol LW. Meta, Facebook, symbol FB. General Motors, symbol GM. Humana, symbol HUM. Microsoft Corporation, symbol MSFT. Mondelez International Inc., symbol MDLZ. Nike Inc., symbol NKE. NVIDIA Corporation, symbol NVDA. Penn National Gaming, symbol PENN. PepsiCo Inc., symbol PEP. Qualcomm Inc., symbol QCOM. Steve Manned Limited, symbol SHOO. Tesla Inc., symbol TSLA. Toyota Motors, symbol TM. Vicky Properties Inc., symbol VICI. And Walgreens Boot Alliance Inc., symbol WBA. Please note that Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated makes a market in all the securities of these companies discussed during today's broadcast. In addition, Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated and its or affiliates manage or co-manage the public offering of Allbirds, Inc., symbol BIRD, Vicky Properties, Inc., symbol VICI, in the past 12 months. Also, in addition, Robert W. Barrett Incorporated and its affiliates have received investment banking compensation from Cloudfare Inc., symbol NET, Allbirds Inc., symbol BIRD, and Vicky Properties Inc., symbol VICI, in the past 12 months.